Welcome to Lifelines. This is John Augustine. Would you be interested in a biography of the world's most famous speech therapist? Strangely enough, you might be familiar with the fellow already. Lionel Logue grew up in the 19th century when public recitations were a popular entertainment, and several colleges required students to study public speaking. In his 20s, he set up as an instructor in elocution in his native Australia, but he evolved into a therapist when the Aussie soldiers returning from World War I needed voice therapy to recover from stress and poison gas. Logue's interest expanded to speech impediments, particularly stuttering, an especially British affliction that no one really understood. As an ambitious pioneer in this field, Mr. Logue moved to London and opened a clinic. At this time, the most famous stutterer in Britain was the Duke of York, the King of England's second son, Bertie, to his friends, a sweet man with a sad history. Among his challenges was the initial sound of G and K, as in God save the King. An Australian familiar with Logue's work recommended him to the Duke, and with a push from his lovely and supportive wife, they met. Logue had developed a set of breathing and speaking exercises for his clients, but he also realized that stuttering had a psychological component. His patients, even a duke, needed support and encouragement. He told Bertie, I can cure you, but you'll have to work very hard. Over the course of the next year, the duke kept 82 appointments at Logue's office and did his exercises every day. He needed to. Making speeches is about all modern royals are called upon to do, and thanks to the British fascination with every detail of the monarch's family, their speeches are routinely reported and critiqued in the newspapers. The Duke's track record was pretty miserable. As a child, he had been forced to change from a southpaw to right-handedness, which can affect speech, but he also lived under ever-growing pressure. His father's response to the boy's stuttering was an unhelpful royal command to get it out, son. As a student, Bertie was too embarrassed to answer his tutor's questions, so he was dismissed as stupid. The Duke's therapy was rewarded with some early success. Logue's teaching has done wonders for me, he wrote his father. I've so much more confidence in myself now. Still, despite his improvement, he never became a really comfortable public speaker hated broadcasting, and dreaded microphones. And the pressure mounted. When his father died, he became next in line to the throne. And when the prince, his older brother, abdicated to marry the woman he loved, Bertie was suddenly and reluctantly thrust onto the throne, becoming King George VI. This eminence would require more and more important speeches. Then came the war against Hitler, when he was called upon to lead and inspire and share airtime with the century's most eloquent speaker, Winston Churchill. Through all of this, Mr. Logue was at his side. He attended important speeches for moral support, meeting with the king afterwards for review and encouragement. Logue also went over speeches in advance, editing to avoid the king's potential pitfalls. Throughout this time, he was also perfectly discreet never discussing his most famous client, never publishing an account of his work in this remarkable and successful case. He was pursuing cases with other clients as well in a growing practice, establishing the British Society of Speech Therapists, which earned the King's warm congratulations. In fact, the two men had become friends. 
They chatted and corresponded regularly, and the therapist was a frequent guest at court. When George died, his widow wrote to Logue, I think I know better than anyone just how much you helped the king, not only with his speech, but through that his whole life and outlook. Logue himself died a few months later, and the king's daughter, Elizabeth, became queen, and still is. This biography was co-authored by Lionel Logue's grandson and has the same title as the film that inspired it, The King's Speech. That movie version swept the Oscars, winning the Academy Award for Best Actor, Best Screenplay, Best Director, and Best Film of the Year. Apparently, people liked the story. This program has been Lifelines. I'm John Augustine.